back again in person this time around for the Inside LAFC Max and Vince podcast. You did great while I was away. Thank you. In it quarantine. Felt weird. It felt really weird. Because like I was talking to you, but I was really talking to a computer. And I saw it figured out how to modulate my voice. I don't need to yell at you. I have a microphone. I guess I'm not a true professional in that way. Yeah, it felt weird for me, but it felt good because I didn't have to drive lengthy Burbank. Yeah, you shut your your computer and turn and were like, hey, can I get some food? You're just right in your house. It must have been nice. For those listening, most people are obviously listening in Los Angeles. I'm in Redondo Beach where the weather is 70 degrees, sea layer. You may need a light sweater, and then you do this 40-minute drive, and all of a sudden you are uh, Lawrence of Arabia out here. It's roasting. I'm in Long Beach, same thing. So, you know, so go a lot. So I always overdress a bit, but I need to show T-shirts and sandals when I come up here. LAFC recently had a poster using Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. You commented to me. Like think, no one's going to get that. Do you think the graphic designers have seen that movie? <laughs> I'm demanding we all get in a room and watch it. And I'm going to say AC and Jeff. Have you seen that movie? AC and Jeff. I know you listen sometimes. We're going to watch that together. What's the runtime on that? Is that a four-hour? 340. Hour? Ooh. Not quite four. 340. I think it's 340. Yeah. The opening scene, he's on a, he's on the camelback and he's riding, and it takes ten minutes for him to come to camera. It's just like, it's just, it, it's everything's so indulgent. It was a time where you there was no rush to make oh, a movie. Movies back then were yeah were fantastic. I remember watching the original Italian Job. Yeah, there's no talking Benny for Hill. twenty minutes. And Great it's, actor. It's a guy just driving through driving amazing roads in a cool car going through tunnels. Nothing. TV as well. And no hurry. We're stalling here because we don't really want to talk about the Sporting Kansas City game, but we're going to yeah. get there. Someone tweeted but this But people once. love this. He was watching the old show Columbo with Peter Falk, and they, he put on a clip of him making a phone call, and he's on TV show, and it literally took him two, three minutes to get the phone dialed up <laughs> with the old rotary phone. <laughs> it was like, you couldn't edit that part out, yep. sent all seven numbers, and then he's, hello, yeah, well, I'm here at the restaurant, I don't see. Did he get it the first time, or did he mess up and have to start again? I think it was a mess up, it was hilarious. I go, he was a lot of time on their hands. Sporting Kansas City game. We had a uh, lot of time on our hands because we knew the result of that game within the first 40 minutes. We knew it. Did you get a... A feeling it was going to be a rough night when I was looking at the 11 and I was like, look, you're asking a lot. You're missing your best two defenders. You uh, are bringing in a player starting for the first time in about nine months in Brian Rodriguez. You're playing with a two man midfield. I was I looked at I it. And like, I go, this could be a, this could be a long night. Yeah. And I, I looked at it also and thought that. But then I th- they started OK ish. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's funny. I said in, in the post game, SKC did what we used to do to teams where teams would be like, hey, I watched the post game. They're letting us play. Oh, thank you, Max. I thought you yeah. were busy doing your own post game. Well, afterwards, okay. it was already taped and I watched well, the recording. But didn't in 2019, uh, the way LAFC played, and I know a lot, and I said this, this, this exact point, I know a lot of people talk about our pretty possession and patterns of play and they really like to have the ball. No, we like to be dangerous with the ball in 2019. Like possession was not just for possession's sake. And we used to let teams kind of kick it around a little bit, and the teams would be like, hey, we feel pretty good. Like, LAFC is letting us kind of move the ball around. Bam, goal. Bam, goal. And that, that's literally what SKC did to us at, in our home stadium. And you also said on your postgame, there was no buildup. There, there was, was no, no – they would try we played and right get into them. shortchanged. Their pressure was re- – I mean, it, whether it was good or not, we did nothing with the ball, and we got turned over time and time again. I mean, they were on a Twesta – I mean, they were trapping him. Two-man midfield. What are they going to do? It was a two-man midfield, and that's what's going to happen. Well, so, what is going to ha- what? What? How do you remedy that? Are these the, the wing backs supposed to be midfielders? That's a bigger job for yeah. them now because they're supposed to kind of make it a four-man midfield when possible. 
Yeah, they're, they're not booming forward. They're supposed to find angles. The angles just don't seem to be there at all in this system. I mean, I'll caveat this with this. I've said this after multiple games. This has got to be the end of the wingback system. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know, but I just... The, personnel will go a long way. I mean, if Jesus Murillo, let's, yeah. if he's available Sunday and he could play, maybe they go back, but I just... If it's a it's if it's a five, it's my my heart's going to start racing well, a little. I've posed this to a couple people. I don't think I posed this to you. Kim Un Won, any reason why he can't just play as a right back in a four? I don't I don't know where this rumor came where everyone's like I think he can only play in a five. No, he looks good. I mean, I think he could. I mean, he gets back. He works hard. He has a he has recovery speed. He's he he's shown that he has a physical nature and willing to to get in there and he can dribble and eliminate guys on the dribble. The only thing he doesn't do well is like a as a fullback. Which he doesn't necessarily do as much as a wing back, and we don't need him to do this. Not not a good crosser of the ball right now, per se. Needs a little bit better end product. Okay, well we don't need a guy to cross the ball a lot. I I just think right now going back to a four back with three midfielders is going to be the thing that's going to help. When they've gone back to four back it, in second half responses against uh, Vancouver, against they yeah. did that against Vancouver and right. against obviously game states. They were chasing the game. Uh, they too. were chasing the game. It, it worked, but it's also a situation where it's a, a five-two-three or a five-three-two, and the three of the five are generally viewed as central defenders, and they're stay-at-home defenders. Yep. Well, those guys to play very narrow. Those guys on Wednesday night were Marco Farfan and Chiki Palacios, who also you know Trent project as fullbacks. Yeah. Maybe Marco can maybe Marco's been back, doing it longer, right? Maybe center back's a position for him. I think if you have two center backs with him, yes. But not as a four. But not flanking one center back and having I I yeah, I don't see him as a center back. I, I like I like the idea of when you have three center backs having one be, you know, the Kyle Walker esque, the the converted fullback that at times you can it looks like you have a back four. He can get wide, he can he can do some things, he can be on the ball. Uh but Without the, without the added benefit of having an extra center back with him, it just, I mean, Cheeky was caught on, what was it, the third goal, where he was like, should I go out to that guy? Yeah, you probably should pressure that guy. Oh, it's too late to pressure that guy. Because he's hedging his bets. He's he's not, that's not his position. Right. And also, as we said, get very narrow. Yeah. And then you have these three guys packed in, and then Sporting just had acres of space out wide. And Graham Zuzi out there looking like Cafu of... I know. <laughs> that's a good but he was, that's a good callback. That's my always my right back. Oh, okay. That's, that's, like, that's a good Cafu. one. Just like if he was left footed, it's a Roberto Guys, if you Carlos. don't yeah, if you guys don't know who Cafu is, everyone knows Roberto Carlos because that free kick's been played ad nauseum. And who would be another good right back bombing up on the right that I could use as an example as an example? Man. You mentioned Kyle Walker, but Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it. It is Cafu yeah. for the it's foreseeable future. Yeah. So uh, there was just a lot of space, and it, it got trapped there. And so you, you, we'd see the ball get turned over. Oh, Danny Alves. Danny Alves, great Sorry. one. You're just sitting with Why me. it's always Brazilians? They have a knack for fullbacks, man. Would you ball? Uh, so they would respond. They'd be narrow. They'd look for who they'd mark. And before they could react, the ball comes in. And Yeah, because I mean, aside from being timid and not getting out to close guys, the worst thing you can do with a three center back pairing is have 10 to 15-yard gaps between them because then it's – basically useless so you want to try to stay tight uh we pointed out in the 110 football show that you're on with with me this week uh just breaking it down at the touchscreen the wingbacks they went didn't didn't provide much in the buildup didn't provide much support in transition either that is a big problem because if you have if if sporting is going to say all right we're going to stay narrow we're going to we're going to crowd everyone around here you have extra guys on the outside you got to be able to use that and then when you don't you no longer have those extra guys 
in the middle. And they're and they bombing just, forward. They shoved it right down the middle. I mean, Raheem and, and Moon were, I mean, they were at the byline. They're going byline to byline, and then they have to turn around on a turnover, and they have 70 yards to get 70 back. yards, yeah. And Emergency You're never going to recover that. Yeah. So even if it was a back forward, you still have fullbacks going forward. So in this case, you could have some cover in the in, in you a, just have, a, a midfield three. Yeah, you have the midfield three. You have an extra guy there. I mean, we we broke down that third goal where Sifu looks behind him and goes, "Oh no, there's nobody. There's, that's me. Looks right I'm the only guy himself. in the center of the field. Yes, there's three center backs back there, but they got 40 yards to cover. They got 40 yards behind them, 20 yards in front of them, and they're like, and they've got four guys running at them. They're they're in a no win proposition." It's a track meet, and you sit there, and you know, we, you know, getting the call of the games from home and above, you're looking down going, oh, boy. And, I mean, just big acres of space where whoever would come in the middle, and sometimes sometimes it was Kyrie Shelton on that, that first goal, which was mm-hmm. a good strategy also from sporting. You know, Peter Vermees, he's a smart guy, and he said, this popped this ball up, took these weird bounces, fell perfectly. He drew the attention of everyone, and Alan Polito yeah. has an easy goal to take. A little bit of the Barnsley skyball. Well, they did that a couple times. Yeah. And, but you're looking at it go, it's going to work again. Well, Kyrie is a, an impressive uh, physical guy. I mean, I, how he was not seriously Dreamed. injured. Because Thomas Romero went to head the ball and literally headed Kyrie's head almost clean off. And he was able to come back into the game. Thomas Romero will be interesting to see if there isn't a switch in goalkeeper. I'm not saying he was his board, but I think like in the ice hockey rule, and I promise never to talk ice hockey. When uh, you, here when we go. Finally, we got hockey talk goalie, back with Max. When your goalie has a bad go, you kind of sit him out because it's got in his head. Yeah, give him a chance. So to, you had four goals, and maybe you just need to reassess things, but maybe it, not. It's a somewhat, it's a somewhat quick turnaround, right? So what maybe, was that, Manesh? Stop you, making hockey. Ten minutes later, he says, "Stop making hockey references." Yeah. Well, you know, you you realize. By the way, he's talking to Manesh, our producer, who's in our ears. You guys can't hear him. Max, don't don't talk to him as if you can hear him. Can I say something about hockey? Yeah, sure. To all uh, hockey people fans, love when you talk about hockey. To all hockey fans, your sport is on the scrap heap. Soccer has boomed right by it. It is obviously has a big deal with ESPN. Hello, Jason, and it's becoming a, a very parochial sport where the locals will go see it. And now MLS is becoming more of a a national level sport. That's not exactly true, but soccer as a whole has passed it through. Yeah. So if you're in hockey and you feel a little lost, jump on soccer now because you'll you'll feel really late in the game if you do it in a couple years when we're we're post World Cups and we're heading to 2026 and everyone's raving about it. Plus, you could do it. You could live in a warm weather climate. But what about baseball? No, I'm kidding. Don't don't go. Baseball's baseball. doing okay, right? I don't think so. Fans are not happy. The fans are getting younger. It's the the pitchers are too good. The pitchers are too good, and and all the guys that are fun then get the ball thrown at their head. Yes, and if and the Dodgers are buying everyone. Yeah, I don't. I don't love it. I don't love it either. I I've not watched any baseball. I mean, and I grew up loving baseball. It's you know what it is. It's a fun. It's a fun destination to go and hang out with your friends, like have a picnic while while something is happening in the background. It's wallpaper. Yeah, and they'll never go from 162 games. So there you have. Yeah, it's it. a lot of games. I think the playoffs are coming up. Do we have anything else? My to add? Cleveland Indians slash Guardians not making the postseason. Yeah, I I like their logo, the new logo. Whatever. Yeah, I'll watch. Uh, did we football run out season of- starting? So hey, this is the time where MLS freaks out, but we're not freaking out this time around. Well, did we run out of steam with our sporting KC stuff? Did we no, just- no, we've got. Uh, look, I, I will say this about sporting. That's a really good team. Uh, they put them to the sword. They've won three straight road games. Peter Vermees, I believe, 200 wins. They're always there at the end. Mm-hmm. They've had a little issues getting into an MLS Cup. 
uh, a couple times where they probably should have. They had it there and they got pipped by somebody. Many one time it was Portland when they made it as a five seed, uh, and obviously to Seattle here as well. But um, uh, Daniel Shallowy is the MVP in my estimations. Yeah. We we sh- we looked at him and said, "This is a guy you have to curtail." And he was everywhere. He was. He assisted on the second goal. He was. I mean, he he scored the third goal. He's just there to see a guy like that who clearly has worked so hard at his game, where he's become marginal MLS player to MVP candidate, is amazing. Every club can only dream of this happening. What would be a comparison? Imagine Danny Masovsky. I'm just saying Danny because he played. All of a sudden, coming in and scoring ten goals, five assists, yeah. and being involved in everything. And you're like. Uh, it happens sometimes. It happens where it just clicks for a guy. Yeah, I mean, it was kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of Mark Anthony K a little bit, right? Except but for times, he's, taking it, times, he's taking it to another another level. We're, I, we're talking MVP, not just an All Star, just out of the blue MVP candidate. I yeah. mean, he had one goal in 2020. He had one goal in 2019. He has ten at the halfway point of 2021. And then you have Alan Polito back. They didn't have John Lu- Abusio, who probably means he might be on his way. He's on his uh, way out. To, uh, he's getting his medical done. Uh, to Italy. Yeah. He's going to be hanging out in the canals in, in Venice. Yeah, do it now before it's underwater. Becoming a gondolier. I mean, my You can my be thing- a gondolier in Vegas if you want. Yeah, but it's so hot. Rumors about an MLS t- team in Vegas. It makes sense. I know, Sacramento you were out in Vegas. Out. I heard that field was a little narrow, though. It was a little Are narrow. Are going to be able to make it a, a true field? I will please. see. Like here, new rules in MLS, and I, this should be like written in stone, but it's not. No new teams can have artificial turf, and no new teams can have makeshift fields. Like, you got to have a seventy-yard, at least a seventy-yard wide field, and it's got to have grass. Yeah, I kind of build it up a bit. It was a bit narrow. Maybe that affected Mexico in many ways. It didn't. I mean, it it, it felt narrow, but it wasn't like annoying. Like, like oh, look at that ball going. Out. I think they still got a good game in. Great place to see a concert. The The audio in there is amazing. They've had uh, Elenium, the DJ, and Garth Brooks. So the minute... <laughs> wow, what a the minute air supply, <laughs> The minute Air Supply has a show, I'll let you know so you can go see them. Oh, yeah, I love Air Supply. I'm Little all, River I'm, Band. All, I'm all out of love. So, <laughs> uh, No, I, I, just to put a bigger point on, on Sporting KC, though, and I like that you brought that up. Like, they are a very good team. Like, let's be fair there. It is the worst home loss in team history, though. That, but did we learn anything new about LAFC? R- realistically, did we? We still... We all kind of were like, is this is the wingbacks working out? Are we really hitting the same heights? Uh, LAFC still needs to clean up some mistakes in bad areas. LAFC still needs to finish teams off and start scoring some goals. All three of those were the problem, just to an, a bigger extent from made by a better team. But I think also, yeah, because this was a, a chance to win a game, but I, I think they get illuminated because of the nature of this loss because yeah. you're, you're at the stadium, you're 40 minutes in, you're, we're down three yeah. goals. I'm just wondering, is that second any, half? We're we're down four goals. I, I guess there's no solace in it, but I'm just wondering, like it's just not. It's not like we added a, a, an additional additional problem. I mean, I guess the additional additional problem is uh, we're a little shorthanded there. We're a little shorthanded. One thing we learned about LFC is like, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face: when you're down three or four goals, that's when teams are like, Ugh. and you 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 keep an eye on LFC. If players get frustrated, they are obviously frustrated. There's that one time where the the what do you make ball of, came through what do you make for Rossi Vella? And, and Vela was like, what? Yeah, what do you what do you make? What do you make? I mean, I'm not a big body language guy, but he was clearly a little more frustrated than he more than and, usual. and demonstrative with his teammates. And I that mean, had to be directed at Diego, who let's face it had one of his worst games since I mean, back. he got but he there was a few guys where he was like, "You need to be here and this needs to be there." And we I love when people are always like, "Hey, Carlos is not a leader." Clearly he is. Maybe he just feels he doesn't need to always do that. It does make your teammates sometimes look bad, so some guys don't like to do that. But 
If you if you're the if you're the guy that's like Carlos, not a leader. There's your guy. Well, look, without being demonstrative, we can't see it, but there will be moments where guys like I'm not, I'm not running for this guy or whatever happens. We have seen teams like Toronto, Atlanta, where the bottom fell out. They're like, that's it. Yeah. With a manager, we haven't seen that from LFC. We may. We may you you lose four you get down four goals a couple times. There's the, a real danger. The body language drops because no one likes that. So I I, I applaud LFC for battling the way they did in the second half to get out of it. But that's also a theme, kind of getting away and, and fighting till the very end and not scoring. Yeah, which they were able to get a goal. But you really looked at that to go. They could have scored three or four in that second half. Yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not easy to to look at these guys. Week in and week out, and go, guys. I know you just keep hammering your head into that wall, but stick with it. Like you can do it, especially young guys. Young guys that you know, all of them have their minds on greener pastures very soon. Some of them thinking they should have been there by now. Um, I, 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 we said it in our in our grades, our midseason grades. I think I'm not sure it's credit is due per se, but you got to take it into consideration for for Bob Bradley. Like he's trying to keep a team together with a lot of guys who have eyes elsewhere. It's tricky, and it's not just one or two. I mean, it's five guys. At least. Five guys are going, well, you know, I'd like to. And uh, maybe the one who didn't talk about is Eddie Segura. <laughs> He's no longer with the team. So, I mean, there's a, you'd like to think if Murillo plays Sunday, Latif comes back, and we're going to have our— and No more wingbacks. Well, no more wingbacks. I mean, they this is something that they can maintain. They're still in fifth place. First, second, and third may be starting to slip away in the off the horizon. You finish fourth, and I, as I think we said that as a goal, and that could happen. And look, mm-hmm. at San Jose, at Atlanta, who are not very good, and then uh, the Galaxy. You have the All-Star game, too. So you have yeah. these three games that are really winnable. We obviously shouldn't say that about the Galaxy, but it's home. You should be able to do something there. So you get all, a collection of points. Are, you should stay in that 4-5 range. Yeah. All bets are off in a in a derby, right? So they they should come out. We can. The one thing we say about Galaxy matches, you can never predict what's going to happen. But at home, you sh- you should hope for a performance. Uh, and you know, Chicho Arango should be well in uh, have through his paces by then. So there's some optimism, and the fact that we're only at the halfway point. And I I would forgive them. It was a, a, allowing four goals is something they haven't done. I think a couple times as a franchise yeah. in their history. Uh, but that was a game that I said, look, this is a really good team, and LAFC is far from fully loaded, so you're probably taking L, even though it's yeah. at home. I think you can go that. But you look at San Jose, it lumps it on this one. Mm-hmm. Team, you should be able to beat. Stylistically, you should be able to get the upper hand on them. They have taken the last couple results here, which uh, should fire you up a bit. But it's still a way game and it should be tricky. And I think that is the that could be the gateway to how this season goes. Yeah. Be the beginning of the second half. But if they took a loss, if they took a loss like this, uh, that's going to be a big old reality check. Well, we really have to emphasize, so far it has been a lack of execution, not a lack of effort. If there's another result like this, we might start seeing that lack of effort. And that's yeah. there's no coming back for that, from right. that. There really is. and You still battle out and go there, but it, it, the coaching staff were, will have to find the guys that are putting the effort still and those who may Mavidu not. Mavidu Falls standing in front of the 32-52 cheering them to winning that penalty. He knows that it's only going to make it a 4-2 with a couple minutes left, but they want that every inch of respect. I love that. I do too. Especially for a guy that's like, he's barely been here. It's yeah. awesome. He had it. He had that, that look on his face. He was like, not... Oh, the look on his face he when, when Alan Kelly ran in and goes, no, not a penalty. Oh, 
Which was the right call. It was right. It was the right call. Probably. I'm holding out. Marginally. Marginally. I would have let it go because it was a kid and he has to have his moment. So, Not that he was going to take it. Yeah, so this San Jose game's good and you can watch it on my 13 KOCOP Sunday early. I think. Got to get that local broadcast back on the winning streak. That was it. It is a four o'clock kickoff. So I yeah. felt like they should have interviewed me after Bob to talk about the the winter. Well, oh, if they would have kind of could have got you downstairs quickly and been like, so Max, and you're like, well, you know, I mean, the broadcast and we didn't change anything. We've been going out there doing what we do. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I would have set a cliche world record with yeah. my thing. Well, you win some, you lose some. Um, we really, really deserve uh, really six deserve in one, half a dozen in the other. You, you got to go with we really deserve more. I really, we really thought we deserved more. more. It was we uh, we were the cat amongst the pigeons. I thought in that second half. That's a good one. That is a good one. I don't know what it means. But uh, Daniel Shallowy was like a bull in a china shop. I could just go. That sh- Shallowy's good, man. What's another good one? Uh, it was a must win. The must win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Keep it going. So. Uh, yeah, this is an important stretch, but it should get better. And again, I'd say fourth. If LAFC finishes fourth, it should. It's a home game. Should and also has to. Four is that target. Five, you know, four. You get a game at home. You don't want to slip. Set it, it up. Yeah. Be in good spirits. This is four, a very forgiving. Well, and, and I was talking to our good friend Dave Denholm, and he said you want to be three or four because you never know what's going to happen on the other side, and you never know how hot you could be going in the playoffs. You want to host MLS Cup. Yeah. You're seven. Team, yeah, you slip in and you get to MLS Cup. Everyone's going to celebrate you, but there's no chance you're hosting MLS Cup. If you're four, you know there's a chance five, six, or seven. And who knows how the East goes? You, you yeah. might get a second game. These are wild playoffs, even though the West looks a bit more top-heavy, which is a good thing. You've had well, that, the same three what, teams at the top. That's what he's saying. If you're three and, and the West is a little more top-heavy and you somehow knock, you're the king in the West, you're probably going to host MLS Cup because the East is a little wishy-washy. Wow, man. Wow, it's uh, happy times are here again. No, I said way to go, Vince. We're going well, to MLS Cup, everybody. Oh, We're going to MLS Cup. Get your tickets now I at LAFC.com. So How dare you? And um, go to LAFC.com. Just go to LAFC.com, anyways. It's a great see, website. See if you can go to MLS. So we'll have to wait on that. Anything else about Sporting Kansas City? A little mini preview about San Jose coming off. They're getting good wins. They beat Seattle, right? Uh, yeah. Although Seattle's dipping. They were what? Seattle. They were winless in 11 and then beat Seattle. Yeah. And now Seattle's tied 1 1 with Dallas. Seattle's. Earthquakes are a little we busy. Knew Seattle the, was going to hit the, that slump. And they were busy. Yeah. Jeremy Abobasi. LAFC killer. We'll talk about that in our transfer extravaganza oh, yeah. coming up. Hey, guys, it's transfer deadline day. Transfer deadline day. We're going to talk all about it, including the Jeremy Abobasi in San Jose. But uh, Christian Espinoza got a goal recently in the game-winning situation. They're in good spirits. They're on the wrong side of the playoff line. But a lot of those teams are burgeoning in the West, which is going to show how tough this conference is going to be. Dallas is playing well. Um, we saw Minnesota was at the bottom. They skyrocketed up. Yep. San Jose could certainly a couple do that. Of wins Austin got a nice you, win. Get you in a, in a nice spot. We and saw so it with us. We went yeah. from, what, 11th to 5th? Yeah, and we've a, been in 5th for a month, the only, by the way. Yeah, it's the only thing keeping us afloat. We did pretty good. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. But uh, we're still along second half of the season. The club needs your support. This is a tough spot. And uh, I know it'll be, a, it'll be a much better effort. There's enough pieces there to, uh, you know, Carlos Vela also said ahead of that game, the best Carlos, come, Carlos is ahead. Uh, Brian Rodriguez, I thought, looked good, although he came out. Uh, Diego Rossi who has has been mentioned a lot for you know maybe being part of a deadline we have no news to to pass on but for the time being he is still here with LAFC so you have that trio yeah 
as you know, a, and that's Chicho not- Arango. And Chicho Rango, who we'll, we'll talk about, and part of our transfer extravaganza. He is Love transfer And day. he is an experienced player. Yep. We'll see if That's he gets people the, wanted. the paperwork Sunday. We'd love to get him in there, too. So should we throw to our transfer extravaganza? Should yes, wrap this everything up? you wanted yes. to know. The deadline is here. We're going to let you know who's coming, who's going. Our MLS transfer extravaganza is next. And we are back in the transfer extravaganza. I have all the... the the comings and goings here, and there's nothing to report. You guys want to know the truth? Max and I, we, we petitioned the club. We said, you know what? We need to be out there in the parking lot because the second John Thornton gets in his car, we need to be able to stop, John, him John. At the, stop him at the gates. Hey, hey, John, 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 roll the window down. Are you, are you, are you wheeling and dealing today, John? Uh, they said we could not do that. We will say this. There was activity for LFC, Chicho Arango came in, mm-hmm. solid guy. Uh, I spoke to some friends who are f- fans of uh, of Millionarios down in Bogota. He is really upset. Uh, he said, "That's our best player." You know who they have on their team who? Freddy Guarín. Remember him? No way. <laughs> and Fernando Uribe, two old timers that will probably go. Man, now we got to do extra work. Wasn't there rumors that uh, they're trying to get Falcao to replace? There's Chicho. that. I mean, that's a club that used to be very proud, but they've gone down the pecking order. So Chicho is very happy to be here. This yeah. is a great move for him. Right, well, he he pulled them to uh, a top finish. Then, what was it, second the next time around? Uh, and so he's like, yeah, yeah, it's time to go. Immediately when this happens, I go to YouTube and I find out the Colombian TV and uh, all the punditry shows, uh, they were upset. They're, they just lost their best player. This is How do they expect to replace them? This was a big deal for Millonarios. And uh, we'll see wh- where it goes. They also sold Mark Anthony K, got a million dollars in allocation money. They sold uh, Corey Baird, got seven hundred fifty thousand in allocation money. Remember, they got Corey for mm-hmm. five hundred thousand, so they made money on the exchange. Which right. is these are all good developments for what they getting a million on Mark Anthony K and this allocation money used on Chicho Arango uh, will be used. But what we had heard was they didn't need that. They didn't need that. They so, did not need the Mark Anthony K. They did not need the Corey Baird. So as of right now, but so they would do these moves because they figured they're gonna not get a better offer than right now, and it worked out in Mark Anthony's case. We, we talked about Mark Anthony K. He had yeah. a year left on his deal. They had been talking. I'm sure that there were some numbers passed around, and Mark was not in agreement. Was kind of looking around, and they said, "Okay, we'll find somewhere else for you to go because we're not gonna let you go for free." So they they did what was best for. Him in respect and what's best for the team. And they did, they did that with Walker Zimmerman, and Walker Zimmerman's now doing very well. And they, but, yeah. but they, in return, they got a million dollars. Yeah, Mark's gonna get Mark's gonna get well compensated by Colorado. I can guarantee that. There's gonna be a contract. There's probably already a contract on the table for him in Colorado, and he's just gonna wait to sign it. By the way, and I know it's a long season, but that's been the potential playoff matchup for the last four weeks. Colorado LAC. I'd like still to have a long it. way to go. I would. That'd be great. That'd be great. It's a great matchup. Although I prefer it here. And LAC have had success against yeah. Colorado. Prefer it here than game. in Colorado, though. Yes. Ooh. But but maybe they may they may have a big run of fish shows, which they'll have to force them to play oh, out here. Oh yeah, Red Rocks. Uh, so we're. Well, here. they played at Dick Sporting Goods. Did they? Oh, yes. did you go? Was that the yes, one you I went did. to? Oh God, <laughs> I've never lost more respect for Max than when he told me he was going to a. Fish I never show. lost more respect for myself either. Yeah. But he I'll called do it me. Again. He called me from there. He goes, "I hate myself." Um, I didn't say that. I but, said, "Get me an Uber." Yeah, and where's the, where's the good drugs? Uh, <laughs> so where are they? Yeah, where are they? We're we're recording this right now. It's it's a little bit afternoon. The the deadline doesn't close till tonight. But so nothing nothing has happened yet. What we're hearing is 
probably nothing's going to happen. Yep. We're just going to say that. And so what that means, after what I said, the reason why I wanted to say that about getting Chicho, uh, LAFC is sitting on a stack of allocation cash. Now, we don't know what exactly that is for, uh, but although this window closes, what you can do until that date I gave you, do you remember it? September 15th? September 15th is when rosters freeze. You can sign players that are out of contract. So that could be anyone from, say, I'm just going to throw names out there because everyone wants to do this for fun. David Luiz. Uh, somebody somebody sent me this. Gary Cahill. Ooh. No. Uh, let's see. Who else, who else is out there? Uh, Diego Costa. doesn't seem like we need a forward now. But those type of guys, you can use that account. Center back. I mean, you, David Luiz would be. Sounds you exciting, can use, but the, yeah. I, the money's not going to You can now offer them a decent-sized contract without making them a DP because you can buy them down with your allocation money. Ah, so let's say let's say uh, you don't send out a Brian Rodriguez and you don't send out a Diego Rossi. We, you still have the flexibility to do some things. And again, and I know you said this, but just to confirm, they could still have players go out. Players can. The market, European so. deadline is August thirty first. Until August thirty first, Diego Rossi, Brian Rodriguez, whomever else could still go uh, out outbound. Yes, ida y vuelta. Just with the allocation money and one of the, the moves that were made, and there were a couple, uh, you know, these are just what we heard at the, right as we started taping. Tejon Buchanan possibly going to Belgian football. The Bruges for $7 million. That's Dayan a big move. Jovalic went to the Galaxy, young Serbian forward. Eintracht uh, Frankfurt. So uh, Galaxy doing pretty well with some of their moves, which is going to enlighten things here, I'm sure. Jeremy Abobasi is the one. Uh, allocation money, it was $1.2 I believe. I don't think LFC would want to drop that, but Jeremy Abobasi, a national team level forward with great credentials in MLS. San Jose sees a guy who could fix their situation, so they throw a boatload, which LFC can do now, not now after this deadline, but the next market opens up. They could possibly do that for a big-name player. Abobasi is, is a guy who fits the bill. I tend to think, though, that if they're not going to move in this window, that it's for a foreign player, right? Yeah. Seems like it. Sure. So there you go. Vince LaRosa scoops is just breaking another big story. David Luiz coming to LAFC with allocation money. Well, have you seen uh, Have I, you seen my Twitter today? <laughs> I made a joke on the post game. I was like, hey, Messi's coming. I had no idea what was going to be coming, and now Messi's not going to be playing for Barcelona. So uh, maybe, I, maybe I talked it into existence. Do you guys want me to talk David Luiz into his, no, his, no, 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 no. Want that? Can I say something about Lionel Messi? Because I'm tired. Do. I am tired of being right all the time. Three years ago, I said, Lionel Messi, get out of there. Oh, I love it here in the family. It's well, great. Barcelona is a beautiful place to stay. It's a beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about football. You have all the money where you can go live and do whatever you want. Okay, we. You have all the money in the world. Why wouldn't you live in Barcelona? No trophies. I go. You're not going to win anymore there. Get out of there. Champions League embarrassments against PSG and other games. Get out of there, Messi. Second best in La Liga. Uh, contract runs out. Now he can't get a thing. And I'm like sitting here going, I told you. This should have happened six, seven months ago. I, you know, you, it was a dysfunctional situation. Obviously, the money's not there, but we knew that. Right? How do, how do, how do very supposedly smart and also rich people somehow drive Barcelona into the ground? It's a money-making machine, and now they're so in debt. Like, Super League. Uh, should have had a Super League. So uh, would that really have they saved just them? had a big contract broadcast deal here and yeah. probably messy all over the place. I'm telling you now, there's no he's not going to he's stay gonna, in Spain. He's going he's to play not for going Barcelona. To ESPN's going to call up La Liga and go, "Well, 
We'll take care of Barcelona's debt. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have Lionel Messi, yeah. but we have Mikel Oyarzabal. Does that interest you? No. No. How about Pedri? No. Guys, we've already hired Mario Kempis to be on our go. broadcast. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you feel for that. It's, uh, it's just, this man is such a massive uh, property in this, in this sport. So, anyhow, we'll get back to the silly season. So, Messi, you're saying Messi's coming to Major League Soccer. It's more likely than ever. It's more likely than ever. It really is because the places he can go is shrunk. Manesh is in my ear and he says Inner Miami. They already have seven designated yeah. players. Well, the thing is... The thing is, yeah, he wants to go to Miami, but New York City FC, affiliated with Manchester City, maybe you get that. They, I believe they have a DP slot. I believe they do as well. And then you go, all right, we'll go here. We'll find a way to get you to Man City. But in the meantime, yeah. Yankee Stadium. <laughs> it's historic. Uh, baseball's back in the show. Yeah, God. Oh. Well, but they that, maybe that fast tracks them to get that stadium. I, the stadium that Messi built would be yeah. a pretty good tagline. That's what you call it. Welcome to the stadium that Messi built tonight. La New Messi. City FC takes on the Na- F- F- Nashville SC. Yeah. I mean, I think we figured it all out. I think we figured Get Don on the phone. You have so Don's number, right? Yeah, I do. Do you really? Like, if I, if I wanted you to call Don Garber right now, could you? No way. You, 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 I don't. No. Maybe uh, Dan, Dan Cordemuche, right? Dan Cordemuche, we could Cordemuche, call Cordemuche, yeah. But yeah. Dan, I mean, uh, there's been events where I've gone with Don. I've given him a ride. I've, he was in L.A. I've given him a ride yeah. to the airport. So that is a fact. I get along great with Don. He's a good dude. He sits in the back? Yeah. No, he talks. <laughs> we're going to have dinner. I go, I oh. can't. My wife's gone. So I'll be back later. I would just love it. He goes, Max, have a great get, flight. Max, you give me a ride. You get in, and he sits in the back. You go, what? Hey, <laughs> hey, what? Hey, what's going on back there? You enjoying your stay? <laughs> Get out of the car. Uh, so I think we're that's it for the our transfer well, so We were hoping for big news to report. Well, we were hoping for big news, so I, I wanted maybe just put. And from what we understand, there was the, there was talks of whatever going on. I mean, they were grinding out. It just it's got to it's got to. Yeah, and I'm just wondering because you and I have talked about this. We were like, what what is going on? And we're like, and and again, to no fault of LAFC's a. a COVID has come and guys should have probably been gone maybe even a year earlier or six months earlier. Does it seem like some of the problem might be we need a big backed up big changeover? Maybe it's the Barcelona problem with Messi. Yeah. Get Messi out of there. You need to I start it. turning. I like that. it's a little stale, maybe. It felt a little stale. It felt yeah. a little stale on Wednesday night. Right? Kind of grind. Yeah, you, you need you need the uh the apparatus to work. Right. You put it in, comes out, circle around. All fresh, clean it, maintain it, and we, and we keep saying it's not an effort thing because the guys are the guys are trying. They're definitely trying. Um, I, a lot of people I always get the, this question: Do you think Rossi's not playing well because he wants to move on? Like, God, there's there's eleven guy, eleven or more guys on that team that all want to go to Europe. Yeah. So that's always there. That's always always there, and they know that they have to play well to go to Europe. He's not playing well because the system's not working. Because yeah, you have multiple guys that aren't playing well all at the same time, and maybe it's because yeah, you got to. Turn some guys along. That was his 100th game last night. He wanted to have a, a special moment. And who knows how many, if in fact he's not playing many more games here. Hundreds of nice, ra- hundreds a a nice round number club. if you just want to. Yeah, that guy has, that guy owes nothing. He's he put does not. so much on of this club. I mean, he's one with Carlos. He's right there. Yeah, he grinds it out. I mean, that, I, I don't think I've ever looked at Diego and been like, this is an effort. Sandbagging. Ne- ever. No, me neither. Doesn't miss training. Plays her. Light to work with. Takes takes a lot of knocks and 
and barely has only missed maybe two. Like when he was injured to start the season, we were like, oh, that's scary because he's never injured, especially to start a season. He comes in. Bob always says he shows up to preseason in, in perfect shape, which isn't always the case with everyone. Uh, so it is the case with me. I just want to let everyone know that. Yeah. What's your fighting weight? You're like, you don't, you want to share this on podcast? <laughs> no, I'm much heavier than I look. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you're burly. Bones, yeah. Yeah. I felt very bloated last night, though, but I feel okay today. Yeah. There, it's got to be, it's got to be tough feeling bloated standing at the, next to Heath Pierce, right? <laughs> yeah. What's with Heath and Rogues dressing up like, I don't know, it was like a Gatsby party. I don't know. I was I not invited? Yeah. We got to, we got to have a talk. Let's calm it down. Yeah. Let's calm it down. Actually, what, I was thinking this the other day. What's with the suits? Can can somebody break that? Can we finally just not do that anymore? I mean, look, I don't want to wear. I want to look some kind of. No, look cool, but I mean, I'm I'm not saying go. Uh, sorry to bring up baseball again. Go baseball commentator polo. So those are garbage. Yeah, I don't like that. But like, if I you want to come cool, like Lagerfeld fan. Yeah. What is it called? Where you have the, the. I want, I want you to dress up full muga full mugatu. Volatize. There you go. Yeah, yeah. mugatu. He's so hot right now. He's so hot right now. Well, the transfer, our transfer extravaganza wasn't as hot as we would have liked. Petered out a little we'll bit We'll be there. back, and, and I think that's a great point. We'll leave it at that. The conveyor belt, LAFC has built this for it to churn. Other clubs aren't really doing it. They do their business a little differently. So it's backed up because of this market and COVID, and hopefully we'll get going and new pieces come in. And We, are, we are efforting John Thornton, so you don't have to hear us joke around and be uh, – speculating on all this. We're going to try to hear it from the man himself. So we'll find, we'll get some of the answers to these questions soon. Yes. And we're also planning on getting some folks from South America to talk Chicho Arango to give some depth on him for our next episode. But that's all the time we have inside LAFC, Max and Vid podcast. Make sure you share, download, spread the word, and uh, we'll, we'll be in this together for what should be a uh, compelling second half of the season. Yeah. If you guys can get some of those, uh, I've been seeing them lately in Long Beach, the Flyers, and then you just pull the ticket off. Just put Max and Vince on there for us, some, some guerrilla marketing. Could we get that? Thanks. We, we could use all the help. Yeah, Thank please. you. We'll see you next time. Oh, yes! They knocked on the door!